Welcome back to the Queer Circle, where queer healers come to the mic to share their journeys and what they tell their younger selves. Today's guest is a collective, Soul Revival, which stands for Sustaining Ourselves Locally in Oakland, California, composed of members Leia, also known as Bomb Snacks, Hannah Marie, and Avi Amina Long, a previous guest of the podcast. Soul is a newly formed collective of black healers, artists, farmers, organizers, and dreamers, prioritizing black existence and joy, and reimagining the nonprofit and community building formerly known as Oakland Soul. Welcome to the Queer Circle Soul Revival. I'm Ave Amina, and I like thinking of myself as a multidisciplinary artist and visionary dreamer and realist. Um, I have a project, Keep a Diasporic, where I explore African ancestries, which used to be through travel, but it's been a little bit hard with the COVID, but through storytelling and pictures and preserving and documenting Black existence um, across the world. And I also am a co-owner of Oakland Soul here in East Oakland that has um, a community space and a huge garden that we are working on and that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Yes, my name is Leia Wig, and I am a musician and producer living here in Oakland. Um, I've been out here for about 10 years and I've been playing music with a bit with my band. I just recently in 2019 started playing solo music. Um, and I have you know, been around and got to take part in so many activities, shows, workshops, um, just experiences here in the Bay Area, specifically in Oakland and San Francisco, that were facilitated by uh, Black queer people, by um, BIPOC people, and it has just opened my whole world. And I just am so excited to get to provide that that sort of programming and that sort of experience for folks because it has shaped so much of my artistry and of who I am to participate in all the different types of art events and all the organizations that are here, all the you know direct actions and movements I've been a part of over the years. Um, I've always you know experienced music as right in your face, you know something that is interactive, something that is making a statement and it's just informed so much of who I am now, so. I'm Hannah Marie and I am an artist. I've mostly, um, I've mostly dealt with um, audio sound. Uh, okay, doing some recordings and making music, a lot of acoustic music. Um, as well as doing some, um, a lot of looping and harmonizing and um, organizing groups of folks coming together to sing together and to be expressive together. So 
yeah, I'm really excited to be part of Oakland Soul as a co-creator there, um, just with this awesome group of people, because we are so multidisciplinary and so multi-talented, all of us are. Um, and we're also getting to just be in a space of organizing together and learning and growing together as a collective. And that um, is a whole art form in itself. Um, and let's see, I'm the, a lot of what I'm gonna be doing at Seoul is um, holding space for the brick and mortar of the Black Banjo Reclamation Project, which I co-founded and direct. And um, it's also something that I've gotten to experience in, the, uh, in this community. Um, as we've been able to do other workshops before we had this um, access to the storefront, we were able to do some really amazing workshops and projects where we, the Black Banjo Reclamation Project is dedicated, <clears throat> excuse me, is dedicated to holding space for black folks who are exploring this really ancient and spiritual diasporic art of playing the banjo and of playing acoustic instruments as well as building them and um, designing them and just being the creators as we are also the cultivators of the materials in our gardens and through our farms and through actually having stewardship of the land. So all of these are things that we've been able to participate um, in at Seoul. Um, this year was our first year of growing gourds and we grew some really beautiful ones um, in the back and we are so excited to make instruments out of them and um, all of us have really gained a lot of skills and knowledge around this and we're just excited to have a space where more people can experience that um, especially queer folks and basically it's just awesome I'm just super blessed and super happy about it all I'm co-owner here. I am the only sole um, member who actually lives here. So I live in the apartments above our storefront, um, which um, can be nice. And um, so my role is, I was basically, I guess I would say like the gatekeeper. Um, I started off at Seoul. I moved here in 2018, but I have been coming to Seoul for um garden work days i've had two birthday parties here and a fundraiser for my trip my first trip to columbia here for the past like 10 years so i've known this place for a minute i moved in 2018 and it originally was a collective of six members um of all all poc all queer um and um of all genders and we um, kind of had difficult, um, different, or I would say we've had we've had to disband quickly um, from from five to three to two to one, and basically I'm like the last member of what Soul used to be and what it has been in um, what it has been for the past 10 years. And so it was on taking work for six people was impossible. So this 
when the vision and the ideal came together, it was really, it wasn't just one person. It was kind of just like understood and collected and agree upon that this is going to be a black space now. Um, and so Hannah um, really just took like, took a lot of responsibility in helping me and supporting me. And so did, and then Leah, and then our other friend who is a non-black POC, Metali, um, really helped us and trying to visualize what the space is uh, mentally and spiritually, but also like physically and moving stuff around. So I'm kind of, yeah, I'm kind of like the liaison between what used to be and then what's happening in the future, as well as um, working on my photography here and shifting how Keep a Diasporic um, could still function in a time where we can't like travel. Um, what's been really beautiful about this experience is all of us coming together is all of our different projects coming together. And there's just so much, you know, overlap and shared vision. Um, my personal vision is um, my music project is called Bomb Snacks, hence all the snacks. Um, <laughs> um, and I have a lot of visions for Bomb Snacks. It's, you know, it's at first it started off as like my producer tag and um, an artist's name, but I've always envisioned it to be so much more. And the more of it is um, providing um, audiovisual services to artists, um, helping them to record live music, you know, live performances, getting together with um, Ave to do video, um, getting together with, you know, Hannah to do sound. And um, uh, I have a lot of visions for, for Bomb Snacks and, but, but, the main one that is definitely being, you know, realized that soul is assisting artists, assisting independent artists to have, you know, high quality recordings of themselves to, to create high quality performances, you know, to have access to that photo studio that Ave is creating, to have access to a podcast studio, you know, because we have the capability to have good sound and um, give, you know, have them experience something they might have not ever experienced to like be on set, to be, you know, creative directing their own vision to, you know, in this time, you know, I, I, I have been a musician, um, um, you know, part-time, full-time in the Bay Area since, you know, 2015 playing with my band. And, you know, we had gigs every weekend, you know, that was a major source of income. And that was a major source of, of just life energy for me. So not being able to perform in regular settings, you know, it's really, really having to adapt. And I see myself helping people adapt, you know, not everyone has access to high quality recording equipment and setups. And in this time, you know, it's kind of the best time ever to be an artist or a musician, because if you can you know, if you can get support in creating that, you got a concert, you know, you've got a live stream, you've got a podcast, but it's all there. It's all there. And um, I just want to make sure, you know, my main mission with Bomb Snacks is to support the independent musician community and highlight the voices of Black, trans, queer, and non-binary um, creators. Our mission is like, again, making this space accessible 
for Black people um, because I'm from Oakland and seeing seeing the rapid changes of people and gentrification, um, I think now more than ever, um, it's important to have um, this, this space because it's really sacred. And our, again, like our future is definitely um, with Black Banjo Reclamation Project with recording and sound and videography, but we also have a huge uh, 5,000 square foot garden that we manage. Um, and so we also wanna take that opportunity to um, steward the land and care for it. And um, it has a lot of maintenance that's past due. So our goal is to take care of that, which is probably gonna take the whole year to rebuild the garden and make, grow food there um, and distribute it to our East Oakland and our West Oakland neighborhoods. And hopefully we could do a community supported agricultural CSA box um, that's in, uh, in the, hopefully year round. So not just summer crops, but winter crops and to um, re relaunch our youth summer youth internship program, which would be a paid internship for um, youth in Oakland. And in the past we prioritized queer youth and we would wanna still do that, um, but prioritize queer black youth in Oakland to come learn about like the cycle of seed um, from seed starting in the greenhouse to um, transplanting it to the garden, to maintain it, to growing it, to harvest it and get, and then to put it on the table. So have a whole like hands-on education with youth that um, can hopefully like they can share with their family. So it's like being passed on word of mouth. So yeah, it, um, the space in general is there for our art and our, our different practices, but we also have a huge garden that we wanna incorporate in our programming and, and our community. One thing that I really wanted to, to also say was, yeah, like bringing in that relationship with the earth, like really having integrity around that. And like, we've honestly seen how like things have fallen apart in the past because of a lack of integrity um, in the collective and, and not having not not having the support. And so I think like we are trying to have that actual spirit of like, what does this look like to support people even through trauma? And like, what, what does it look like to be uplifted all the time so that you aren't even in that trauma anymore? And I think that's like an amazing concept. And I think that the earth has such a role in supporting us to be able to do that. Um, and I think also just to add in um, with the Black Banjo Reclamation Project, something that I think we have that we're doing in an amazing way is like we're bringing in these elements of like modern music and we're also honoring the traditions behind our cultures as well. Like being able to build a drum, being able to build a banjo and to work with wood, like what Ave said, like having it very hands-on and very accessible. Um, that's like a lot of what we're building is like our tool arsenal and like the ways that we're at, the ways that we're knowledgeable about how to do this because this is stuff inherent to us and we haven't even had the chance to create because of the, the way that the world 
is. And so we're just taking this opportunity to do something really for ourselves and for our community because it's necessary. And we're in collaboration with so many groups and so many people that we like, we're here to give and we're here to learn and to just do that together. Cause this is, this is new for a lot of, you know, it's new for a lot of us as well. So. Salen movimientos de la nada y me salvan de su misión. Te convierten en mis alas y me llevan hasta. I see myself, you know, supporting people like Ave and Hannah being a big part of the mission, and like myself as well, you know. Um, I I live in West Oakland, and just in the past two years, you know, two of our major black um, ran art spaces in my neighborhood uh, ha are gone and, you know, have disappeared. And there's about, you know, there was a couple spaces that were mostly the, um, you know, white and non-black folks, they've disappeared, but because they have more spaces, <laughs> because there's five spaces, you know, two have gone for them is nothing, but two gone for us is everything. You know, we, we're really having to fight for every inch of, um, of you know, uh, space to express ourselves. And, uh, Soul, you know, my years of being here is always in a place I'd come across, you know, I'd been to an event here, an event there. So, you know, I was familiar with it. And just the, I, just the fact that we get to imagine a space for Black folks in our community, for queer Black people, for, you know, Black people of all genders and abilities, because we have that chance to imagine that, like that right there is, is, is the mission for me because we, you know, we've, I've seen I've seen some of the cycles, you know, at least over the past ten years, and we need this. We need space. We need a space. We need a place, and we need to be able to eat, and we need to be able to, you know, have clean water, and we need to be able to educate ourselves. And you know, Seoul had provided that in the past for our, you know, queer POC communities, and we want to do that with Black folks in mind, and really, you know engage with the community that is in that neighborhood, engage with the community on that side, you know, engage with the, our, our partners and our friends over here in the West who are holding down space and make that, make those connections, make those connections. So, you know, we can really get a movement. We can really uh, advance, advance our ideas, advance our projects and advance our communities. I feel like the embodiment of like queerness in a black space like soul has been like around like deconstructing and like redefining and reclaiming and being comfortable in our bodies. And I've just been having a really, um, just a really beautiful time just being in that space of just being accepted and, and being able to have candid conversations and being able to dance and skate and like be in our bodies together and just like acknowledge that it's been a deconstruction to get, um, for me to just get into further wholeness in community. So what comes to mind when I hear Black Joy is the support of, with, of Black people with Black people. Because in reality, um, as much as there is a lot of allies and I have so many good allies, even our own allies won't quite understand 
the challenges that Black people face daily, specifically people who are like femme presenting people. Um, and I think what brings me joy is that I have so many Black people supporting me right now and so many um, Black people who want to be in on this vision. And then just um, being able to like the benefits of living here is that I get to come downstairs and even with all the shit on the side of me, in front of me, behind me, I get to be present in a garden and I get to smell things and I get to like play with cute cats and street cats who love to hang out with me and see birds and just be like, you know what? That shit's beautiful. <laughs> and like the more black people can sit and see freaking hummingbirds and touch soil and smell all the smells, like that is healing. Even if we're not like thinking that it's healing, experience those things is what keeps me going on the days that I want to give up. Yesterday, I wanted to give the fuck up, like straight up. But this morning I woke up and um, I saw the work that me and Leah did in the greenhouse me and red put a fence up yesterday and it's just like no no i i am doing this because i'm able i'm able body physically i'm able spiritually to hold a space that black people need to have access to and um yeah the days that i feel like i'm gonna give up i'm gonna feel that and then um i'm gonna like express that and people who are able to support me at the time will come and support me. Like, um, fortunately, my friend Red was here yesterday and he supported me with like some anti-Black comments and shit that neighbors were like saying and some really discouraging comments that neighbors were saying. But um, just having like those different pockets of support that I could like tap into and also be that person to support somebody when I'm able to, like I could support um, another collective member or I could support um, um, my cool neighbors when they need me, you know? <laughs> or I could support the cute little cats by leaving them fucking water, sorry. It's just like, it's just like the little things that bring me joy as a black person that I just like wanna spread to everybody. In all this work and all this struggle, we forget, you know, how important, like the reason we're even fighting is so that we can just be happy and exist and not even be happy, just exist and experience things. And, you know, when everything was happening last summer with um, protests and actions, everything going on, I fought really hard for my own healing and joy. And that was what I wanted to fight for. You know, I was like, I, you know, I, I've, I've been I've been so many times on the front lines or and doing direct actions and you know supporting with food or music whatever it is and um, I'm always going to show up in those ways but I also know that you know the fight is for the joy so if I can find the joy now and here and the healing here like that's that's where I want to go directly because that is a fight that is our radical action is just being happy, being, being existent, <laughs> being, you know, in this world and expressing any emotion is our radicalism because so many people last year tried to steal the joy of Ave and everyone at Seoul 
so many people tried last year. People are continu- are currently trying to steal our joy. And, you know, by, by like I always said, just existing in the garden, being in that space, you know, it's being in, in communion with land is a radical act of joy. And constantly, whether or not we're doing anything, people are going to be trying to take our joy. So what are we doing to... You know, what are we doing to energize ourselves? What are we doing to energize each other? This group, this these people in here and the people we're connected with are solid. And that's what I, you know, I prayed to spirit. I prayed for, I was like, I'm here in Oakland. I'm seeing all these great communities do things. And I didn't really have that community directly around me of black folks specifically. And all my wishes have come true. All my prayers have been answered because we are really supporting each other. And like Hannah said it perfectly and beautifully, like we have really created a space for all of us to dance in our bodies, you know, sing whatever comes to us, cook whatever we think we need to make that day. Some really great experiments have happened. Okay. Let me tell you in the kitchen. So all of that has been, all of that has been the joy and it has kept me going. And it's what I look forward to in the future is that part of it. Us, you know, creating this real community that is open and is, is creating. First and foremost, um, you know, cut the check. If you got the money, like, continue to support us. Once we um, get some more establishment, uh, we are definitely going to have a Patreon in the future um, so folks can donate. But honestly, if like, resources is really helpful. So, um do you like know somebody could that can help remove some we have a lot of like old wood that needs to be removed does somebody have like some labor that they could like offer us to moving heavy things or um we're clearing out soul um the actual space the brick and mortar has years and years and years of junk that we have been compiling and organizing to donate on or um, even things unfortunately like dump like can somebody come and pick these things up and take care of them and remove them um can somebody donate their time to repaint the entire storefront um so i would say if some if non-black people like um you know not even non-black people don't have access to money but if you could like share your labor or share like some sort of resource that you could offer. Um, that'd be really helpful um, in the meantime as we're like starting to like rebuild and reimagine things. Yeah, if you're listening to this in the future, join our Patreon. It's, you know, it's up there, patreon.com. Um, I, I think that we'll definitely, we'll have work days that are open to the community, you know, and we'll have work days that are specifically geared towards black folks. and working in the garden will definitely be a regular thing folks can um, tap in with us about. I mean, yeah, obviously great. Lending the resources, um, spreading the word too. You know, if you're, you know, letting people know that, wow, there's this 
there's a space that um, is ran and co-owned by black people and they're, you know, specifically looking to help black queer folks, you know, put the word out there, share the, you know, the, the, we'll be creating content, we'll be promoting artists. So just sharing those types of things, most definitely, most definitely. Uh, we will be offering a lot of programs as well. And we can talk more about that, the audio visual component, the black banjo reclamation project, uh, photo and video, keep it diasporic, our youth internships in the garden as well. Um, but yeah, all of our programming will be centered around black folks and specifically queer black folks. You know, money is just, it exists and it's here. And unfortunately that's how it's going to sustain the building that we have. And it's also going to have us like the opportunity to actually have a payroll and um, to pay ourselves, you know, for the work that we're putting in. Um, but for the most part, like I, 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 I've said most of what I've envisioned for Soul and what I've envisioned for myself and what I've envisioned for my project, Keep It Diasporic. But I hope like, you know, people will react, react, reach out to us, Black people, Black queer folk will reach out to us for their ideals and for vi visions that they think that we could like co collab with in the future. Um, and yeah, I think we'll have like a section where you could contact us on the podcast. But yes, we want to hear like everybody's, we want to hear people's voices. I just want to say that this is an opportunity. This is a real opportunity, especially y'all folks in the Bay Area, especially y'all non-Black folks in the Bay Area to directly support a Black, queer, co-owned nonprofit. Um, this will be, we are dedicated we are full-time artists. We are full-time musicians. This is our move. This is what we have. And we have a rare and a unique opportunity. And I need all y'all to put your money where your mouth is, put your time where your mouth is, put your labor where your mouth is, because we live in a sad state. You know, California is a very interesting place. And, you know, if you don't live directly in these cities you know you know what's going on and if you do live in these cities people are smiling in your face and then turn around and doing completely opposite stuff behind your back so i really would just invite y'all to stop acting confused or like you don't know what to do or where to help we're here to help you we are here to help guide you and connect you with these communities that a lot of rhetoric is around but we are a part of and we are even seeking to connect deeper with um, so yeah, this is just an invitation to support queer, black, femme, non-binary co-owned space. I do hope in the future, um, I will, I have a couple of um, uh, studio ideals for photo studios. I've been able to access a couple of seamless backdrops. So um, hopefully I'll be like painting and creating like one of a kind backdrops for folks to sell and to use at the studio. But um, you know, because of the panorama, like I like to call it, <laughs> um, you know, we can't move as freely. So it will be a space for people to, to rent out for uh, or photographers and cinematographers to rent out studio to, used for 
their sessions in the future as well as my own sessions in my future. And yeah, keep an eye out for uh, homemade seamless painted backdrops. <laughs> if you're um, looking to support or learn about um, independent musicians and artists, um, you can check me out. I'm at Bomb Snacks with two X's on um, platforms. And if you're looking, if you are a musician or you have an idea for a podcast um, or, you know, an idea for a short video, a short visual video, I am looking to support independent musicians and artists with unique live performances. You can get, we'll get quality sound. You know, if you want a video, we can talk to Keep It Diasporic about doing a collab. Um, I also do some basic editing as well. So I'm just um, looking to really promote artists, you know, help get them access to tools to just capture their best, their best moments and their best sounds. Um, if you want to do a live recorded performance that you can share or you can put on your resume or you can just promote yourself, if you just want to promote your music, you can reach out to me and I can definitely support you in that. Thank you, Soul Revival members Leah, Hannah Mabry, and Avi Amina. Check out Soul Revival's work on Instagram at Oakland underscore soul underscore revival or email them directly at OaklandSoulRevival at gmail.com. Find this information plus the personal contact information for each member on our website, QueerCirclePodcast.com. There you'll also find links to ways to support the nonprofit. Music from today's episode was provided by Soul Revival's own member, Bob Snacks, and can be found anywhere streaming is available.